Come on. Ah. is happening everybody welcome back to the only podcast produced by three two-time winners of imsa's spirit of the race award you're tuned into the check engine podcast we're hosted on anchor.fm and streamed worldwide on all those platforms that you use to listen to your favorites nick andrew and tristan are back behind the mics for yet another week what's happening fellas Oh, uh, <clears throat> damn it. Right off the right off the bat there. I, I, I told I, you to I, I stay to on top ready. of the mute button. <clears throat> I tried to be ready. It just didn't work. Um, <laughs> I have a cold. I have I have an illness. I'm going to be passing away in a wave of mucus. But <laughs> and yet all, you're still that, here. <laughs> if I suddenly duck out at any point, just so everyone knows I am coughing. But um, I'm here. I'm ready. Let's do let's do it. Let's go. He's powering through. That's dedication for you listeners out there. Tristan, I take it you are feeling in better health than Andrew is. Yes, and in better health than last week at on Tuesday. So and then subsequently Wednesday. What? Huh? What? No, oh, it's the same thing I get every week. <laughs> General <laughs> every week. General stomach yeah, illness. Like you, you have like a you have a weekly uh like is it do you have it like set on your like like a timer and stuff? Like you know when it's yeah, coming? I've got a weekly reminder to be yeah. sick on Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday, I'm to barf. Um it's being it's being investigated. There's, a, <laughs> there's an episode title too. Wednesday, <laughs> I'm to barf. <laughs> no, I'm sticking like, with uh, an I'm sticking with Andrew's Andrew's inconvenient coof. It is. It shall be, I would imagine. It uh, the the time to barf sounds like a bad uh English translation. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> That's very true. Um well, partly because of because of that, um we're going to try to motor into some different topics today just so we can get in get out and get andrew back to healing up uh open episode this week just talking about whatever comes to mind does anybody have a a place to start tonight's conversation the last car that i saw today was a blue a matte blue veloster rally edition with a body kit with a pipe with a uh, with um oh damn it those um your your track day car with damn rally you. armors with so that guy is driving the car that I would like to drive and it looks sick as hell and sound really good too ah uh, so we did this track day episode last week the day after I found my spec Corvette on bring a trailer that's and I right. sent in the yes that's like, right murdered out black on black on black Corvette for sale for like, it was like 18 grand. Like yeah, I was it wasn't, say, I think it was definitely under 20. It wasn't that terrible for a uh, track day Corvette. And then now here, Andrew um, sees the car he described out on the street. Like exactly, like exactly, <laughs> like exactly. the same thing. It was crazy. <laughs> I so haven't. Tristan, have you seen any R eights lately? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I guess it, I think this is a sign. We designed the right car. You maybe. what have you seen? What cars have you seen? That you would drive on um, I saw a whole flock of interesting vehicles. Um, uh, do they call them was... flocks now? Did I miss something? I do. It's uh, well, I that's do all least. that matters. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was all all together. There was um, my dad knows better all the years and everything. Um, sure. But there was a. Uh, an SS Camaro, um, a an Alpina BMW, actually. Hey, Ooh, um, okay. Which, those are those are shockingly uncommon considering mm. what they are, are just modified BMWs. But um, and then there was a uh, um, a Ferrari, 
that Ooh. was uh and ferrari yes it was uh hold on let me let me pull it up here is alpina i don't remember Alpina's not an in-house tuner at bmw right i don't believe so no it was uh yeah so 69 ss camaro and a 308 gtb the Ooh. uh of of the of, of ferrari flavor um and then the license plate on the Alpina said 007 MI6. I mean, I guess in the uh, for a couple of the Brosnan films, he did drive BMWs. So, yeah, I don't I don't know how those all went together. <laughs> so I'm just I'm I mean, just I guess at, I'm just looking at Alpina real quick. Alpina, Burkhard, Bovensiepen, GmbH and Co. KG. You know. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I have no idea what you just said. That is that is the name of the company. Uh, uh, GmbH is German. I don't know what the KG is. It's basically their version of uh, like in- incorporated, incorporated, right? Yeah. Yep. And then I know maybe KG stands for you know, something Grupa because AG stands for Auto Grupa. So like Volkswagen is Volkswagen AG, um, for example. Um so there must be some kind of group it's part of. Is it Volkswagen AG GmbH? I think so. Yeah. Yep. Okay. This is great oh content. God. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. This is this is relevant. Yeah. What What'd you find? Roughly. Um. I found what the words are, and I'll post it in just a second in the chat. But sorry. I totally <laughs> okay. I'm very excited. Um. <clears throat> But yeah, and there was it was just it was the like first consistent, relatively long, sunny stretch of days we've had. So like everybody came out and, you know, there were all sorts of cars all over the place. You know, it's it's funny that you would bring up how nice the weather was, because I actually did not see any good cars while the weather was nice. <laughs> That's really I saw, weird. I saw a. um there was actually on Saturday, I think. Yeah, Saturday. There was a some big car meetup not far from your house. I I believe you. Uh, I'm trying to think. I know there are some. Uh, the, it's over like over by that coffee. beer garden thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's yeah. also I forget what they call it. It's not cars and coffee because that's like an official company. I think right now it is or something. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, they licensed yeah. it. Yeah, like a. I don't know exhaust car meetup pasta <laughs> exhaust and pasta. Exhaust. I don't know, if you have a better one off the top of your head, I don't. Off the top of my head, no wheels and steaks, <laughs> and then wheels no. and meals. Wait, that's meals on wheels. <laughs> Damn <Which> it! Backwards. <laughs> um. Yeah. So the, I mean, they're, dinner they're, with racers. Wait, nope, that's nope, already that, something that's too. Right that there. that's that's a copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> I can say their name. <laughs> True. Um, um. Yeah. No. The, but that, it, it is the season for good cars. I just haven't seen any yet, particularly. The local uh, dealership out here by me, Cassandra's, is starting to pull some of their nicer stuff. Out. Like they have a lot of nice stuff. Like sure. the entire place has nice stuff, but like the top of the top stuff is starting to. Uh, come out of hibernation in the showroom and go out onto the actual lot. So you can see that from the highway, which is kind of nice. I did see a, uh, I don't know if we wanted to call this nice, but um, interesting. Maybe I guess I did see my first in-person lucid air. Hey, hey right, now, it's, right, now, we're, it. now we're three for three. Yeah. The review. Uh, I mean, it just, it drove past me going the other way. It looked fine. It <laughs> really interesting. It, like, I did not think it looked fine. <laughs> I mean, there was nothing about it that like stood out. Um, besides the fact that oh, that's the lucid. Um, <laughs> oh, there it is. Looked, <laughs> oh, there's one. Looked like a, a microwave didn't like stand out to you at all. I didn't think it looked like a microwave. Mm-hmm. I already used my appliance comparison with the Hyundai Ionic. I'm trying to stick steer clear of household appliance um, analogies now. For a while, I think sure. I used those up, but um, I yeah, I saw one of those, and then um, I also saw my first uh, real life Rivian on the road as well. Aha, was it? Yes, I, I saw my green, second. 
by Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> drivers need pizza too, Tristan. Of course. Um, but hey, did you, I put this up on, I think this one got posted on our Facebook page. Look up Check Engine Podcast to find out for yourself. Um, <laughs> did you see that the Lucid CEO got $260 million in 2021 for performance bonuses? Um... I mean, what in the actual fuck is he getting? What's his performance bonus? Like sell a car? Listen, man, you saw one. So maybe you should have gotten 270. Better than zero (laughs) cars, right? Right. (laughs) I guess you got to start somewhere. His baseline salary happens if they don't sell anything. So think about it. True. True. (laughs) What a deal that would be. But man. Yeah, I'll be Lucid CEO for 260 mil. I'll put a couple cars out there. <laughs> okay. I, I'm honestly surprised to hear you say that you had no reaction to it because I really thought it was quite heinous. Um, yeah, I did. I did not like it. Strong, strong dislike. Really? I mean, I know. Yeah. And, and Andrew says a lot of things are heinous. That doesn't surprise me. But normally that emotion doesn't uh, come from you, Tristan. So A lot of cars are ugly. That uh, You keep wanting <laughs> to make that my problem, but it's just not. Well, I, I don't disagree necessarily, but it also doesn't seem to affect me as much as it affects you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be having opinions, man. He, he just lets it go. That's a good I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, I saw it. It zipped by. I'm like, oh, look, there's a Lucid. Um. You know, at it, it, um, uh, the front maybe, of it, maybe, the front of it looks like the safety strip on a razor cartridge. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would, I could see that, but I guess none of it, like, there wasn't anything about it that like stood out. So maybe that's the problem. Like, it just wasn't that memorable. So if you want to call that ugly or heinous, but that's fine. But like, it just wasn't memorable. <laughs> fine, fine, so <laughs> fine. Uh, What's more heinous of, is that their damn CEO made a quarter of a billion dollars last year. I mean, what can you do? I was gonna, I was gonna do a smooth transition there. Speaking of heinous and ugly and um, whatever the other thing that you said was that I forgot, overpaid. Uh, we have a game to review that we've that we've put off for heinous several and weeks. Ugly and, heinous and ugly and overpaid and overvalued. Overvalued. Yes. There overvalued. you go. Overvalued um, for the what did I pay for this like three ninety nine on Steam? Yeah, a couple, a couple bucks, couple, couple few. Um, yes, and I've already forgotten what it's called, and I have it open on my gaming computer, so I can no longer minimize it to find out what the game is called because it's programmed that poorly. Not to, not to, you know, bury the lead. It is called uh, Grand Prix Racing Online. Grand Prix Racing Online. So, uh, for those who may not remember, or it's been so long forgot as you should have uh we decided that we were going to actually put our money where our mouth is and after a small amount of time we actually ended up doing it pick a game all three play it and review it and the game we picked was cheap because we thought that'd be a good place to start we took a chance on something that was available both on steam and on ps4 and we got um now going into this we had no idea what the game was going to be and I had no idea that it was genuinely going to be ass. <laughs> I mean, I could have guessed for four dollars, but well, listen, OK, so just just for comparison's sake and this, if we want to do this again with a real game, it will be my argument that uh, there was like a need for speed game release in like 2015 or 2016. That's, I think, six bucks. I've played it a little bit. It's a perfectly reasonable game. Sure whatever developers and stuff. The point is, I think it's a little unfair to judge a game, a racing game, especially uh, on the fact that the developers like a small independent studio. There are, I mean, um, project cars was that. Remember? That's not why. <laughs> That's, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> That's not why, but okay. All right. So I think it's only fair to start with the cars in this game. Yes. And I have a list and there was one that I just put six question marks. So, <laughs> so many question marks. So, yeah. uh, all right. Th- th- this game, uh, 
is a what's called an asset flip. For those of you who are not gamers, elite level gamers like us who uh, each platinumed all the Call of Duty games. We should tell you that an asset flip is a game that uses pre-made assets from a store, typically Unity. Uh, I believe this does happen to be a Unity game. It was built in Unity. Proclaimed so proudly on the splash Mm -hmm. screen. So the track was made by someone else, even the company Unity. All the cars are pre-made assets, and then the developer just puts them all together. um, And in this case, didn't even bother with the twine, just kind of stuffed them in the same box and released it as a game. Now, this means that the cars in it are somewhat recognizable, but not really. (laughs) And, uh, so here's what I, I have. There's a silver two door coupe. That's clearly, uh, the McLaren Mercedes SLR. Yep. SLR. The next one, my guess was an Andrew, you guys keep me honest on this. It was a red two door. Yep. Um, I'm looking at it right now on my other screen. RX seven. I think RX seven. Yeah. I think it's a Mazda RX seven. Tristan, you want to take a shot at the next one? It might be easy. I don't have them all memorized oh, or anything. So That's are you not looking um, at it? No, I'm on a different computer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't this... know we were doing a live playthrough. I'm sorry. Well, no, no. I just wanted to. I just <laughs> wanted to go through them because the cars truly are something special. We'll post some screenshots of these because um, even if you are familiar with acid flip flips, these are pretty special. So this was the next one's a green car. That's uh, a remake of the Mustang, like right when they brought it back in 2000, whatever that was. Yeah, like the first year they decided to go back retro. Mm -hmm. The next is a very poor GTR, (laughs) which spoiler alert was the first car I raced. Oh, really? Because I would have thought that you I would have said that you would have picked this next one because the next one after the GTR is an even worse version of the LFA. Oh, you're right. That's right. You actually would have guessed correct. I raced the LFA first and then the Ah, GTR. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Then there's another Mustang. New Mustang. Uh, Yes, correct. Yeah, new Mustang. Um, (laughs) Newer Mustang. (laughs) Yes, newer. The one after that, I think is a Gallardo, right? Yep. Supposed to be a Gallardo. Mm -hmm. Yes, and that's the one I drove. (laughs) Uh, A GT40. Yep. Uh, A shocking, a shocking ad, an Enzo clone. Yes. Makes an aggressive appearance. A yellow Enzo. <laughs> just horrible. Uh, the next one, I had no idea. In this. Oh, wait, I just saw it. It's a Lotus. <laughs> oh, the front. Yeah, with, the front got me. The front is definitely Lotus. I don't know what the back is. It almost looks like C8. It does, actually. It's like a so, Lotus C8 Frankenstein. But the see the the ex, the max speed on this one is like super, super high, which tells which I th- actually wouldn't think would be a Lotus, but I do well, see what we'll, you're we'll, saying on the we'll front end. We'll come to the stats. I have, I have several theories. Okay. Uh, sorry, Lotus, uh, Mercy Lago. Yep. And then uh Bugatti with a hilariously inaccurate weight. A <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah. The weight is like the bare minimum. It's like one of the heaviest cars out there. So here's what all carbon fiber shell. It is. I, I played, I played this game. I played with all the cars. And um, there's like 2% difference in all of these cars. They all Mm -hmm. use the exact same engine noise. They shift gears at the exact same time. Um, Shockingly, and and a rarity for an asset flip, maybe, or maybe this is how they they make the assets now. Each of the cars does have a different interior. However, audio does not work inside the car cam. So nope. We forgot to code that, that part. <laughs> yes, um, it is dead silent inside the car. <laughs> and none of the dials move. I guess nope. that's I guess that's extra. And the G and the GPS is just a just a screenshot. Correct. 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 The, yes. The arrow doesn't move as you're moving around. And no, it's no. like a city street, too. It's not the racetrack that you're on. Right. Of course. Um Did you find it weird that you didn't know what track you were driving? <laughs> you, you never, took you a never lap? knew. I couldn't figure it out. I don't think it was based by car. I think it was kind of random. I think I saw three different tracks. Yeah. Yep. I saw at least one that seemed like maybe a, like a Tsukuba clone. Yes. Yes. Good point. Yeah, exactly. Tristan. Definitely. That's a good pull. Um, um, 
but yeah, I just, I, I don't, there's no track select is what I was trying to say. There's no track select and there's no track preview either. So like you hit go, <laughs> which, and then and you which one am I going to get? Yeah. And then you, you start going and then it's like, where's the turn? Which way is it? <laughs> Do I need to break or not? Like you just don't, you just don't know. I, I really struggled to play this game with mouse and keyboard or with the controller. I, I should played it better with mouse and keyboard. But one of the most bizarre things about this game, I mean, the driving mechanics are also pretty appalling. Uh, what was what was happening to me? And I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but I'd just be driving uh, and the steering was so sensitive that essentially anytime you turn the car at max speed without um, taking your finger off W, you'd get what you would describe if you're actually driving the car as lift off oversteer and you would immediately go into a wall. Yes, yes, hundred percent. And what's worse is, so when I was playing the game, I never got it to work with a controller, ever. Oh, shit. Um, and I only could get it to recognize the bare minimum keyboard configuration. So yep. it was basically it was basically set on auto drive. Mm-hmm. So I had like there was no <laughs> W. There was just really? like your foot was on the accelerator the entire time, and how the game accomplished this for the starting line was to have all the cars two feet off the ground so <laughs> yeah. so when 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 the green light hit all the cars would drop the cars and then they drive away um and- oh no you're right yeah it, it does it does do that but you know yeah. what it worked with my logitech controller for sure and yes i'm yeah. literally playing it right now to, to see if tristan was right and he is uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and, the cars all start two feet off the ground, which is really funny. And then the dunk, and they drop in, and then they're good to go. And it was the funniest thing for me, and I don't, I don't know if you guys saw this either. I never finished a race. No. Oh, I finished because, races because well, I, say I did finish a race. But yeah, continue. I could only go so far before it would insist I was going the wrong direction. Yes, that happened to me as well. And it would reset me back several portions of the track to the last checkpoint or whatever. And like, I never led a single lap. I never finished a race and I played it for way too long for either of those things. That happened to me as well, but not in certain cars, but Tristan, you are exactly right about one thing. And I can't believe I didn't notice this because I'm, I'm, I, it does auto drive. I didn't notice that. It, it, I think it's auto gas. Yeah, auto, I, I auto literally didn't notice that because of just yeah. like instincts. I, the I, only I was, thing, the only thing yeah. you control is the brake and the steering. That yeah, lends so left is, to my theory about this game. Actually, it was left and right arrows, and then it was a space bar was your brake pedal. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. But and yeah, you could like just let off the brake, and it would just go on its own. But I was able to finish a race. I never got the wrong way thing. The wrong way thing, I, I, you don't get it with certain cars, I think. And I don't know if it's that issue or like a speed issue, but I did finish a couple of races. And in fact, did you win? I did win. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. I, I won a couple of, I think I want to say I won two once I switched. I think it was using the orange Mustang. That might be the best car in the game. So here's what happened. I won two races and I was like, hey, I'm feeling pretty good. What's the top leaderboard? And it's only like, uh, hold on, in the world for this game, global points, the top score is 5,510 points. And you get 250 points per race if you win, which sounds pretty good. I was like, hey, I'm going for number one. And then on the race (laughs) result screen, I got 100 points. And I said, fuck you and fuck this. And I never played it since (laughs) for no, for no reason at all. It just gives you half the points you're supposed to get. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Yeah. My score is 250 right now. I played a couple of times and I really couldn't take it anymore. Like, so for those of you who have played before and know like i'm playing this on the same computer that i run my iRacing simulator on tristan <laughs> thanks for the hookup <laughs> you're welcome and that's ridiculous <laughs> so <laughs> the the fact that um i'm sitting here you guys can see it here as we are virtual here but obviously the listeners can't i got my steering wheel still mounted on my desk here for the iRacing sim and like then that works the, no 
the the complete opposite. The complete opposite with this game in terms of realism and playability and all of it on this three buttons. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I, I can't I just can't take it. My brain cannot process how simple it is. I will say, though, there's one thing like. Not graphically, but just the layouts, the tracks weren't terrible. No, whoever made them, not this guy, uh, did like kind of a decent job. Yeah, the tracks were not bad. <laughs> What's also funny is the size of this game when you download and install it. Oh, yeah. It's it's like 250 megabytes or something like that. It's crazy. Super small. Did anybody do did anybody do the online race or you're offline only? I tried to do online. There's never anyone um, on line. (laughs) Uh, Well, (laughs) knowing that I could never finish a race. You had a pretty good shot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, would you guys like to know the meta theory of Grand Prix Online? Yeah, lay it on us. I can, in one fell swoop, explain every bad thing about this game. And it has something to do with the developer, but more to do about how the game was developed. Okay, shoot. Go on. Bear in mind, there there's no uh, like available information about this this developer PixArts. It's probably just one dude. But here's how I know why this game plays the way it does. Oh, um, hey, you guys. I, sorry, Andrew. I'm just I just pulled up the leaderboard. I'm 13th in the world. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> see, no, that's the other thing. After I quit the game at, at 250 I had, points, I had 250 points as well. After I quit the game, none of the points saved. <laughs> I have zero. I'm mad. But um, anyways, all right. So so this is this is my theory about this game. Um, while I was playing it, I was like, God, I know exactly the kind of game that this plays like. <laughs> so I went back to the developer page and I was like, yep, that's the reason. <laughs> Pretty so much. This game, this game was released on July 30th, 2020 Grand Prix Racing Online. On July 12th, 2020, the developer released another game and it was another racing game. This game is called Turbo Machines Mini Racing, and it's a (laughs) third person top down remote control car racing game. The reason why this game plays the way it does is because he didn't change anything. The only (laughs) thing he changed was the camera angle. Work smarter, not harder, Andrew. Uh, exactly but that's the reason why it's two different games that's the reason why the turning is the way it is that's the reason why the cars control the way they do why they're always on forward it's a hundred percent because it's all of the same base engine he didn't change anything hey more power to him i wonder Uh, for those keeping score um so that was what july 30th uh also on july 30th oh shit it's doing a training lap (laughs) <laughs> also on July 30th, he released a game called Off-Road Racing Online, uh, which is, again, <laughs> the exact same goddamn thing with the top-down perspective. Uh, and they're going, that's a garbage truck there. That's kind of cool, actually. But um, <laughs> I would race a garbage truck, 100%. Forza, get on it. Drift, yeah, slide right. skid, Off-Road Racing Online is the isometric 3D perspective car racing game that makes racing funnier than ever. Oh, does it now? I don't know, because it will not be as fun as... Did you guys ever play the game Mashed? No. Oh, it's it's this fantastic old uh, isometric uh, remote control car racing game, but it has um, like power-ups in it, like Mario Kart power-ups. So uh, fun. Ooh, like that. <laughs> from the developers of... It's on Steam as well, $4.99. Um, from the developers of... Uh, what was that one that the series of games with where you're uh, play it as a demo driver, but you can also like shoot the driver out the front of the car. <laughs> I don't, I don't, remember. I don't know, know that game. No, I'll get back to you on that. By the way, guys, I'm, I'm playing as we talk about it right now. <laughs> he <laughs> is doing it? a live playthrough. How's doing a live playthrough? I'm actually playing for what it's worth. I'm playing lefty. Just because it's easier for me to reach the uh, the arrow keys, I just went through an entire lap without hitting the brake once. 
Hey, he's getting better. Yeah. Yeah. I was say, lab- we've, we've got our representative here. <laughs> I just turned to, all right. I just turned to 139.72 on whatever around and is. around and track. Yeah. Around I, and I, track. I just turned this guy. Um, so yeah, I, I turned am, several times around, but no, he didn't set it like a racing yeah. driver. Like, I like he's, I'm, I'm I mean, joking. Maybe he is taking that serious. So know. yeah, I'm going to try to beat, this is live on our show now, trying to beat a 139.72 with my yeah, left hand. I never, I could never finish. I never, I don't think I even completed a single lap because it kept sending me backwards. <laughs> Be like, <laughs> hey, you're going the wrong, way. you're going the wrong way. And then horrible puts me by the way by the way this is with the lfa again what's funny too is like what where i say what's interesting is this game is like what i say like 250 megabytes or whatever and very very small when you consider that original playstation games shipped on cd roms which are like 800 megabytes or something like that Mm. at at most you could definitely make this a you can he he could definitely put together a PS one port if he wanted to, for sure. Um, oh, for sure. <laughs> All right, the coming down the front stretch, boys. Was, the, was that Nick coming down the front stretch? What's my time? Flat. What's out my time? Was, was the game I was thinking of one twenty eight yes. seventy six bitches? <laughs> Yay! Yay! Is that good? Is that bad? I don't know. I, I don't know. know. Better no. better than his previous one. That's right. So I, uh, I, I knocked clip, my time out for um, ten seconds. That was that was very poor game. No one should buy that. Uh, but the question is, do we try this again, but try harder? <laughs> same thing again, only harder. Like do same we, game, but play more or try a new no, game? No, no. <laughs> do we put more effort into it than just searching while we're on the podcast and having the pressure of, you know, making shit content while we're doing it? Do we do we take some time and find a game that might actually have some value to it? Sure. So I want to play that's... Snakey Bus. <laughs> <laughs> Snakey Bus. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. So, what's the parameters then? Are we? Is it cost? Is it developer? Like, what are we? Uh, what? What? Well, do, I, what know. Do I mean, do? we 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 all have gaming computers now, so the options are are multitudinous. Um, if you want, I have a huge selection of games already in my Steam library because I own way too many games. <laughs> um, I, I feel like I feel like doing something like Burnout Paradise is probably not right because everyone's played that game or Crazy Taxi. You know what I mean? Like, what are what are we what are we treading there? I think we should stay away from meme shit. So no Garfield cart. Um, and I don't know. Well, let's let's think about this. We won't, we won't pick now. We can we can decide whether we want to do something realistic, something indie. We'll find something. And we've got to find um, we've got to find a way to um screen grab or live record as we try it yeah yeah it was definitely i'm glad we didn't even put much effort into that for this time because this game was not fucking worth it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was that's why i was like waiting to do a lot of my research on this game until i could record it and we could put something together and we could you know put it out on video and i was like wow glad i didn't do that not not at all not at all worth it was anybody surprised, though? Let's be real. Like, with I just how listen bad it was. I don't. There's always a chance, right? Like I said, I've I've got a Steam library of nearly a thousand games, and I've played not that many of them. <laughs> However, of the games that I have actually played, there are things that have been like genuine thrills or hidden gems that I just never would have expected. And you can't really account for it. You know what I mean? Like there's no, there's no pattern to it Uh, right now. I'm playing a game called house flipper. It's just like one of those weird sim games where you're just like, you were playing house flipper. Okay. That was you. Yeah. Uh huh. I was trying to figure out. This Which is my original would... Steam name. I went bad. This is my original That's... original Steam name from 15 yeah, years I was ago. Yeah, I, I remember it. Was, it seemed familiar, but I couldn't remember if it was just someone I hadn't seen in a long time. Yeah, no, and I, 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 I and kind of it nostalgic. was. Yeah, I was, so I was feeling quite nostalgic. So I went back to my original Steam name. So um, this is this is way off topic, but you literally in that game, Andrew, just go flip houses. 
I mean, kind of essentially you, you can, you know, you paint walls, throw out trash, build walls. You can design, add furniture. And then try to get more money out of it than you put into it. Yeah. And then you, yeah, you get more. Yeah. Then you yeah, flip, so you flip houses. Flip there house. you go. Yeah. Literally. Anyway, that's not car <laughs> don't, stuff. Don't say it like it's that weird. It's not that weird. No, I'm actually thinking of going and downloading it and trying it, but it was, it was fun. Like it's it. not it's, it's not what we're about on this podcast. We're not a house flipping game podcast, game review podcast. Should we try I mean, something car really weird like car mechanics simulator? Ah, we'll talk about it. No, no, off air, off air. Yeah, we can. We'll get back to that. So, um, I mean, I feel like we should have known, though, right? Like, remember when we were reading about it and they were talking about their vehicles? Like, well, OK, yeah. I mean, th- it's not that there weren't giveaways. We, I, I feel like you had some higher hopes going in or a little more hope than I did. Well, of course I did because I am as many steam games as I have and as many of them as I have not played has kept me kind of optimistic about a platform that a lot of people who've played a lot more games than I have absolutely abhor because of the low quality of shit that's on here. Mm-hmm. There are, there are some actually really good driving simulators simulators on here. Uh, Assetto Corsa Con- Competizione is on here. That's, that's where you just race Ferraris, right? It's um, the uh, GT World Challenge official game. So it's oh, GT3. It's, it's the GT3 simulator. It's actually... I have it for PlayStation, but it's actually really, really, really good. Oh, we should make Nick play Grid. Ooh. The original Grid. The original grid. Grid two I, is also really good, though. I don't know. You and I, have, you and I have waxed poetic about the original grid so often. I think we've got to, I think we got to get some some podcast content out of that. I am that's, in. That's strong. I'll do it. That's a that's a really good. I, you're gonna hate the driving in it, but it's because it's like borderline arcadey. Sure, but that's uh, all right though. You know what time. it is better than though. <laughs> the Grand Prix Online. Yeah, and he seems really into that. So that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. What Game else is going over. on? What yeah, What, what, what other car happening? stuff we got? Um. Not a ton. The F one race happened in Miami. It did, and the one thing I I was really annoyed by the coverage pre and post, so I completely stopped paying attention. I was just I was so sick of oh. Half of the camp are, oh, look at all these celebrities. Half the camp are, oh, the celebrities don't belong there. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Can we like, have the DJ Khaled put up in the McLaren track. pits? And people are like, DJ Khaled. I'm like, yeah, why would he be in Miami where he lives? What are you talking about? Like, what, what are we <laughs> doing? Like, why would he be there? Stop. Why would you find us at Road America? Good Lord. <laughs> it's just <laughs> stupid. Like, whatever. Do you see where... um? Martin Brundle on his grid walk. He, uh, mistake. He mistook, um, Paolo Banchero. Who's going into the NBA draft for Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't see that. Yeah. He, uh, like he was walking down the grid and he made a point of like looking for celebrities. He's like, I want to find a celebrity to talk to because it went so well in Austin. If you remember back to last <laughs> October. Oh, right. True. Yeah. And then he passed by plenty, like who he probably <laughs> didn't recognize. He saw Paolo Banchero and it was like, Patrick, Patrick, blah, 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 something, something Miami. And he just goes, I'm not Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> the only way to answer that, though, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, it was funny. Oh, my God. You guys from two weeks ago i can't believe i forgot to talk about this before we need to talk about the live action hot wheels movie oh right <laughs> do we <laughs> that's coming no. out we actually don't uh however I Porsche and making Audi have decided to join formula one I, I mean that's kind of exciting right yes i i think it's exciting yeah i was gonna say tristan your thoughts excitement <laughs> <laughs> thank you um that's all great. i have to Moving say right about along. that <laughs> <laughs> finally a reason to really watch two new uh, engine manufacturers coming in I'm, I'm wondering 
if anyone's dropping out or where who are they going to supply? Because <laughs> they're going to they're they're supply Mercedes. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> Mercedes obviously has their own. McLaren runs their Mercedes. Red Bull had Honda, but they basically bought Honda out, and now it's just Red Bull Technologies as the engine. So maybe I thought like they, a, there's like a branding I opportunity. Was, I thought someone was working with them, but I thought it was like maybe the Porsche one was working with Red Bull. Oh, maybe. Because I'm just wondering, like, obviously Ferrari is going to do their own thing, and Haas is basically a Ferrari. Alfa Romeo is basically a Ferrari. <laughs> That'd be funny. An Alfa Romeo Audi. I mean, clearly someone's in the market. Here's what here's what I or is it a new team is is are they going to bring in like is it going to be their own factory team like an additional couple of cars or maybe maybe. there's this rumor of not even a rumor like Michael Andretti is trying to start a Formula One team and he has been really hard for a long time. Maybe this is, you know, he signed a deal with one of these companies and he's coming in with them. Could be. Like, I, I mean, don't know. That's would my they, question. Uh, I, f- I forgot. They'd be targeting next season. Andretti wants 2024, and it doesn't look like people are letting him. The... <laughs> no one wants to play with him? For real. Like, the the other 10 teams are like, nah, we're, we're not going to sign off on this. I mean, why? Like, it dilutes their share of the revenue. But he's got all the he's got all the racing success in the world, literally dilute, in the world. F1 is on a for as weird as it sounds, because they are the most popular form of racing in the world. They're on a crazy growth spurt right now. The revenues are pouring in like they never have. And this these 10 current teams don't want to give it up. I, I know. And that does make some level of sense. But like Andretti's trophy room has a trophy room like there's there's not enough space. <laughs> He has a trophy for best trophy home. room. He puts that in his other trophy room. If you haven't seen pictures of this, folks, like usually like every Christmas, he puts a giant Christmas tree in his trophy room and it's literally the loot and the trophies and the helmets are spilling out like giant dragon vaults onto the floor of his palatial wing that he has just for trophies. He literally didn't build it big enough and it's bigger than my home. Yeah, I mean, that's. It, it would do everybody really, really good. It would obviously be, I mean, that's the next, you know, thing in a, with, for the popularity in America, you know, you had drive to survive, get it to this level. People in America already know who Andretti is. So if that lands and it goes through now, it takes that to the next level, at least in terms of popularity in America. Did you see that the viewership for the Miami race was, very, very close to the NASCAR race is the first time in like no, forever. Yeah. Ooh. The, um, the peak Miami live audience on television was like 2.1 million. And the peak NASCAR audience was like 2.4 or five. So it's like the first time anyone's come anywhere close to a NASCAR rating in America sure. in forever. Like it's, there's a movement happening for formula one in the United States and Andretti, like it's the perfect time for him to get in. If they would just let him in and he's actually, he's actually basing, he wants to base the team in the States. He doesn't want to have a, like he'll have a European operations, but like he wants to base the team here and not in England or Italy or anywhere else. Do you think this is a reaction of people pushing back as a reaction to Haas though? And rich energy and all that bullshit. Hmm. I think the I think the the problem that people had with Haas is that they thought they were bending the rules of what a constructor is because they used so many parts from the Ferrari part bin. It's like, hey, you didn't build enough of this car yourself. I don't know. (laughs) Also, the public, very public embarrassment of their lead sponsor. (laughs) Yeah, that too. (laughs) <laughs> and, well, and, i mean and, i don't think that's little i think that's big for f1 people specifically you know what i mean like i feel like that's actually a big deal and now the whole uh ural kali thing with their uh former russian driver yeah absolutely like all right string uh, of bad choices yeah yeah i don't i feel like these are two separate issues though 
I feel I, like I would is, agree, and you would think that Andretti would be relatively immune to any Bush League dick stepping. You would think, but um, you know they're the ones in the in the room with the FIA, so you've got to sell them first. It's 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 amazing the amount of money in that sport. I know we say it all the time, but it's just um, total wolf for Mercedes was like, yeah, the 250 million that he's raised is basically the franchise fee to pay to play. That doesn't go into hiring people. That doesn't go into um, a shop constructing a car. He said the Andretti and his investor group are probably looking at over a billion dollars to get a car to turn a wheel in formula one just to get it rolling out of the garage is about a billion dollars up front. <laughs> it's just sick. It's so insane. Well, I think that's what people were talking about too. When um, it's like, Oh, Porsche and Audi are entering. It's like, yeah, but not until like 2026. And isn't it coming at ex- at the expense of their LMDH program? Not Porsches, but Audis. Didn't Audi pull out of LMDH? I didn't hear that. I thought thought it was the other way. Let me see if I can find the thing real quick. I thought they did. They were pulling out of um, like the WEC or LMDH program because of their focus on Formula One and just allocating all those resources. I mean, if it comes... if. Tristan, how would how would your opinion change if Audi's F1 entry comes at the expense of their top level endurance program? I mean, obviously, I prefer the endurance programs, but I think it's a better choice to maybe do F1 as far as like exposure and the marketing value of all of this, which we know is really why they do it. The marketing and engineering value, but by the way, hold the presses skirt skirt. Uh, I didn't read the automotive news coverage on this before, but I should have because as you would expect, they have the most information. Uh, Audi, this would be insane. Audi is ready to offer around 500 million for British luxury sports car maker McLaren as a means to enter. While Porsche intends to establish a long-term partnership with racing team Red Bull starting in several years. There you go. Yeah, I had heard the, I had heard the McLaren thing just in general that Audi was considering buying McLaren just for their supercar tech and everything else. And then, you know, they were like, are they going to spin off the F1 team and not buy that and do, you know, whatever. But it's, so that that would make total sense in that case. Yeah. If that's if that's, in fact, one of the reasons they're buying McLaren is their their ticket into F1. So and here's something here's something else just to maybe add a little fuel to that fire. So McLaren CEO Zach Brown. Also owns an endurance an FIA WEC team called United <laughs> called United Autosport. They run in the P2 category. They don't have a top top prototype yet. But wouldn't it be something if United Autosport just happened to run Audi's FIA WEC program? <laughs> hmm. Oh gosh. Wow. Yeah, could that really happen? Done it. Hmm. <laughs> things like this go on? Wow, that all that all just it fits together quite nicely, doesn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that's that's perfect. <laughs> So say what you want about Zach Brown. He's swinging deals. Yeah. I mean, that would be something. I don't know how it would they just announced formula E too, McLaren. That is correct. They did. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I wonder if they're using Audi's battery technology. Might Uh, be worth checking out. Let's find out. McLaren. Now we've got the always sunny in Philadelphia conspiracy theory backdrop going here. 2023. Da, 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 da. Anything about their battery platform? Oh, now this is this is quite interesting. McLaren uh, will not be starting from scratch. They will be acquiring the Mercedes EQ Formula E team. Uh oh. Well, they run Mercedes engines in F one now. Uh also true. Interesting. 
While run separately to our F1 and IndyCar teams, Formula E complements and builds out our EV racing program alongside Extreme E. E. <laughs> so many, so many E's. That was a meme for those who don't know the E meme from 100 years ago. Well, uh, damn, there goes our theory, our nice, neat theory. Shattered to hell by the Germans. This has us, never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is Red Bull screw or is, is Mercedes fucked this year for F1? Yeah, they, they are, right? <laughs> Nick, yeah, <laughs> like they, it, it's just it's not getting better. The, it's it, it's not. And they're it does they're, not appear to. No, they're too far behind at this point to. I think make any significant gains on Ferrari or Red Bull. I, I mean, it, I think it, so. It is something to note, though, that the only driver to finish in the top five in every single race this year is George Russell. So he is driving the shit out of what is turning out to be not such a great car. Like he's yeah. outpacing his seven time world champion teammate. So and how much is Valtteri Botas loving this? By the way, (laughs) (laughs) when he he out qualifies them consistently in an Alfa Romeo. Yeah. Have you seen those memes? Uh, I uh, have not. The the Botas meme. So like there was this one interview that he did in for Mercedes after he won a race and they have that big board behind him that shows like video highlights. (laughs) So. Um, I remember watching this interview. They asked him to look at the board because it was like some cool pass. And he turned around. He had like the biggest smile on his face. So now they put they made it a meme where like every race where he out qualifies Mercedes, they put the pylon up and then they and then and then it cuts to him looking back with like the biggest smile on his face. (laughs) I mean, you love it. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um. F1. Did we talk about F1 coming to Vegas on here before? Did we talk about that announcement? No, no, I don't think we have. So, um, yeah, U.S. is getting a third race next year. So it'll be running on the actual strip in Las Vegas as part of the racetrack. And they haven't announced a date yet, but they are. Rumor has it it's going to be Thanksgiving weekend and the season finale. So oh they will crown the world champion in Las Vegas and not Yas Marina huh. Abu Dhabi. If this is true, I was how much I mean, can Las Vegas really outbid, you know, the Sheik? I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, it was also announced that um, also, yeah, Liberty Liberty Media just or is in the process of spending $240 million to buy land east of the Strip to build the permanent garages. Oh, shit. They're serious about this. They are very, very serious. What's going down in Vegas over the past decade decade that's making it like the sports hub of the world? Gambling's allowed. But is, is, well, this is probably a... Sports betting apps. That's what happened. It's probably a really stupid question to ask. Do, Do sports betting apps really spend that much cash? Yes. Oh, yes. Tons of money. Do you see how much um, FanDuel is paying Pat McAfee now to do his internet radio show? No. How much? He, he It was like a five-year deal for like 35 or 40 million a year. Oh, hey. To do uh, a show on, to do a show a on YouTube. This is a car betting podcast now, by the way, if anyone didn't know. Yeah. This is a car betting podcast. We're going to bet. We're going we're gonna to handicap every race now. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to give you the lines. Yeah. I wouldn't even know where to begin. Genuinely. What the I, hell? I mean, obviously, right. It's a, it was a dumb question to ask, but damn. Like, they're just going to have everything. They're already talking about getting the Oakland A's in. So they're going to steal every pro team from Oakland. Oh. They already got the Raiders. They're talking about building a brand new baseball stadium to bring in the A's. Who are they going to poach yes. for basketball? Artificial um, turf, though, it would have to be because where are they going to get the water? True. Well, yeah. Um, the Grizz? The, what's that? Who are they going to Who are they going to get for basketball? Um, legitimately, rumor has it it's going to be an expansion team. What's the other expansion? They're going to do one team expansion. I don't know where the other uh, Seattle. 
I think wants a team really bad. So it might be they Seattle put and Vegas, Vegas in the in the East, or they they realign uh, New Orleans realign. doing something that makes some goddamn sense. Realign uh, uh, Minnesota, Minnesota, New Orleans. Yeah, that's what makes but sense. That actually bring really back, bring back the me, Supersonics, though. That's oh, yeah, that's what they're man. they're talking about doing. Um, I would love that. Those were the best jerseys of all time. I know. I wasn't even. I was a. I was a Bulls fan back in the day, but I still loved that jersey. And the best logo too. Like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. fabulous with the space needle. It was great. Yeah, so the, sick. So yeah, the rumor is it is a an expansion team, and even though T Mobile Arena is only like four years old, they're going to build a new arena for the NBA team. <laughs> I mean, just unreal <laughs> what's going on in Vegas right now. Listen, if, if this all happens, if there's some, I would, I would love to find a way to, let's see, what, what would the season be? Uh, F1 end of season. Like what would you be in baseball and football? No, it would just be football. Basketball? football. It would be football and the start of NBA football and the start of NBA, but baseball yeah. would be over. Baseball usually ends in late October now. Yeah, say this doesn't go into November yet. (laughs) Yeah, but you would essentially (laughs) be in a season, the all three hundred and sixty-five days. Well, of course. Oh, and they they already have the they already have the Golden Knights. They have NHL too. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hockey, of course. Uh, So they would three hundred and sixty-five days a year would be a sport season of some kind in Las Vegas if this all works out. I'm thinking it would be so cool to go to Vegas, see a race and then hit some other sporting event. Like just, just a contrast, because I feel like, I feel like you, you wouldn't, I wouldn't have a way to compare a race weekend with another sporting event without literally seeing them in very close proximity with my own eyes, simply because it's such a different quality of energy. Granted, I've never been to F1. So all bets are off. Like that could be like going into the luxury box. You know what I mean? Um, from what I could tell you a qualifying at, from what I saw qualifying at Coda last year, I was just there on Saturday. I wasn't even there on the race day. It was yeah. for someone who's been fortunate enough to see a lot of races. It was unlike anything you could ever imagine. Like the energy was just unreal. It, it yeah. so many people, at 10 a.m. for practice, losing their minds whenever Max Verstappen or Lewis Hamilton <laughs> drive by. Like you thought they had just won the world championship. They're on their pace lap, their warm-up lap. I mean, that would be kind of cool. I would I would be very into seeing that. So, hey, my parents have a place to stay. That's what I'm say, saying. We get, if we that, got if that easy, happens, easy accommodations. We wouldn't. Happens, we wouldn't. We got to do it. But the, uh, the tickets are going to be so outrageous. It might not even be worth it. And airfare. Oh my god! Well, then maybe that's maybe that's the uh, the price you pay. You know, you you get to the city for the event and just kind of deal with the fact that you're probably not going to actually see it. But you'll have to get the <laughs> just be just be it just be there. I mean, that might be and what we it could comes always down. could always drive there mm, in winter, November through the Rockies. What do I drive? Okay, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> Not one of those big Russian tree hauling things. <laughs> <laughs> Nor a Unimog. Unimog. Thank you. That, that's that that's was, the Germans. That's the, that's the I Germans. got as far as the letter U and I couldn't remember the rest. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm actually I actually am keeping a, a close eye on when Vegas F1 tickets go on sale. I'm. There's there's a few people in my family that are like we need to go to this. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I've also had be... a request from someone outside the podcast to go to the uh, Miami one next time it comes up. So uh, another thing to keep keep my ears open for. Yeah, for sure. I mean, listen, I would... if they put two GPs in the U.S., well, it'll be three um, now because they haven't. They're not eliminating. Oh God, they're not eliminating Coda. They're still going to Austin. Yeah. Of course, yep. I forgot about Coda. Damn, Coda's man, the- if it would be put three in the U.S., like, what are we doing? Like, this is now. We got to go to Austin and get some Cholula honey chicken, right? Right. Yes. Right next- <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Yes. <laughs> What's the name of that cafe? Do you remember the name of the, the restaurant? Uh, I can f- I can figure it out shortly, but it's something that ends in Xyz. I don't know if it's, you know, <laughs> Trixie's, oh, yeah. Maxie's, whoever's, but it's, yeah. 
Um, yeah, we yes. can go get the 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 honey chicken, and you know, if you think about it, the U.S. the 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 U.S. the the Austin race is now the like what ten years old. That's probably gonna be the cheaper one to go to if you want to go to one. <laughs> sure. Yeah, at this point, that's the old one. That's the old one. This is not the trendy, cool one anymore. That's the quaint one. Yeah. Oh, you still go to Austin? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was also very wrong, but it's definitely Trudy's. Trudy's. I mean, listen, that's. But I did find it. I found in it in the ballpark. Trudy's in Austin. Shout Trudy's. out. Trudy's. <laughs> <laughs> should we? Uh, should we wrap up? Yeah, we're, we're just pretty kind of done. rambling. <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's do that. But let's just remind everybody where to find us on socials. I already mentioned Facebook. But uh, Andrew, where can they find us on Twitter? Find us uh, at Check Engine Pod. Um, I've just been staying off Twitter because it got so fucking unbearable. Like, I just can't. I can't do this. I can't, just, become, I can't do this Elon thing. This is becoming a bit. Like it's we're, not we're, it's not becoming a bit. It's actually becoming incredibly serious. But we're going to release a, a privacy coin any day, by the way. But whatever. But we're we're, <laughs> we're, form, we're forming a bit. I ask you about Twitter and then you say, don't go on Twitter. It's, like it's because people need to know there are people still using this platform. And I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> it's literally like Tristan sent me a, a Penny Arcade comic. Web, web comic has been around for t- probably 20 years at this point. And uh, the, the last panel, he's like. I am on Twitter for work. You're saying you could leave and didn't. <laughs> yeah. It was like, we, we have to be there. So Anyways. fine. Stay off of Twitter. Don't find us on Twitter. at check. If you pod. are on there, you should follow us and then you should close. If you account. also have to be there for work, exactly. come visit us and take your mind off how terrible the rest of it is. Yeah, there you go. And if you don't want to do that, Tristan, where can they find us on Instagram? At Check Engine Pod. Um, but I follow Andrew's advice for Twitter, but for our own Instagram account. Um, so someday that will be remedied. And I, I know I keep saying that, but someday it will be remedied. <laughs> but now we get to go outside again and there's stuff to see and COVID. Yes, over. there are cars and people and things to do, <laughs> things to see, people to do. I was just going to say, I knew, it was, I knew it was coming. Um, so yeah, so be sure to like. Follow, share, post, DM, reach out how and when you can. You can ask us questions to answer on the show. Let us know what you like and dislike. Give us ideas for topics so we don't end up rambling aimlessly like this. The end of shows. Thank you in advance. And uh, also thank you for sticking with us today. We appreciate you listening to us. Um, We also ask that on whatever platform you may be listening listening to us on, (laughs) leave us a review, preferably a good one and or hit that subscribe button. It's free, and you'll get notified of any new content we put out. If you're really, really, really into what we're doing and would like to support us monetarily, maybe so we can get those F1 tickets to Vegas, you have two options for that. You can go to patreon.com slash check engine podcast or hit the support button on our homepage at Anchor, and that is anchor.fm slash check engine podcast. Every cent pledged is put toward making this podcast a better experience for you, the listener and, or making our trip to the inaugural Las Vegas Grand Prix a success. Yay. So thank you in advance for that. Who or what are we thanking before we end this episode guys? Um, I, I'll have a weird one. I'll thank my, my little baby tonight. She was having a rough night, just baby stuff, just crying, you know, as they do, just being really fussy. Uh, my wife had her. I was doing some other stuff, um, finishing up some work stuff. And um, I took her and got her calmed down a little bit. And in a couple of minutes, she was just a little bit happier and cooing and, and making all these little baby noises. And uh, she calmed down for me and just she wanted to kind of hang out with me. And that made me feel like the most important person in the whole universe. So, well, you are was good. Don't ever forget that you are to her. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> eight months nine months almost nine steaming Ooh. towards nine months 10 days till nine months old wow crazy that's awesome tristan i don't have anything quite as touching but uh <laughs> but on the on the topic of way uh, to sell it 
more more or less uh, dependence. Uh, yesterday marked the uh, the culmination of my my two dogs and my wife and I going to Manners One at Hawes, <laughs> and they they graduated they graduated with flying colors, including uh, my my dear dear distractible boy, um, my my karmic retribution for everything that I did to my parents uh, when I was a kid, um, as far as attention span goes, um, got the, uh, got the, the most improved trophy. Um, there was not an actual trophy, um, but it was just a comment from the instructor um, saying that she did not expect him to do as well as he did. And he's <laughs> doing, and he, and, and he did amazingly well for a big dog who in her words, quote, don't have to do anything. They only do it if they want to. And clearly, <laughs> he, and clearly, he wants to make you happy, so he's doing it all. Um, so, you know, congratulations, my two puppies. Um, the first time for the older dog ever having any kind of obedience class, and obviously the young guy, um, you know, first time doing a lot of stuff this time around. Um, uh, and it was a great experience. We're going to go on to do other classes, but it was kind of a an interesting, interesting night. Um, well done by all the the Hawes people celebrating what for them is i'm sure hi this is my seven thousandth dog i've trained um but they really sure. found a way to make it feel special and that's really where this is going um is you know i thank them before for dealing with a frankly pretty horrible student the first couple of weeks um and <laughs> to to see how they turn that around and kind of although it's not special for them how special they made something as relatively inconsequential as a dog obedience class feel to the people who are there. So shout out to the Humane Animal Animal Welfare Society uh, in Waukesha. Um, if you're not going to donate to our Patreon or our uh, anchor.fm, you might want to send some money their way. They're doing good work. Um, so thank you. Awesome. And good job, Kazzy. Uh I'm going to shout out one of my uh, competitors in the Tag Masters Championship. <laughs> um, mm. I, I hope I pronounce his last name right. Um, I'm going to take a guess at it. So Roman, if I miss, miss this, I'm sorry. Roman Padans. Um, he, really good racer, really good dude. Um, been racing with him in Tag Masters for a couple years now. And he has started uh, vlogging on YouTube. And he just did a really, really good one about um, our race weekend up here at Road America just a couple days ago. And he he more for the podcast, not necessarily for me, but uh, he he got us. He got me, got the cart, got some screen time for Check Engine podcast on his most recent vlog. So it is up on our Facebook page at Check Engine podcast. You can go find it there and, and watch. And also if you guys listening out there still aren't um, too in tune with what like actual like cart racing is. Um, he gives some really good insight behind the scenes and also the GoPros on the cart and his racing footage give you an idea just how fast and sometimes crazy it can get. So it's a really good watch. So good job, Roman. Keep it up. And thanks for giving the podcast some screen time on your latest one. Hell yeah. Awesome. And as always, thank you listeners for your continued support. We love hearing from you. We love recording this for you. And we can't wait to speak to you again. Until we do, take care. Take care.